Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, if you want your complaint read on the Luxury Lounge, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. As I've been saying in these past episodes, we are getting ahead. This is coming out in the the. the the Ides of May. I don't think that's even the saying. No, the middle of May. Uh, it's the Ides of March. Right? I think I was going to say it's March. Right. But we'll do, I mean, this it's is coming same. out May 15th. This is middle of the month. We're heading into spring, summertime. I'm coming back from Europe, and I am doing live You Up podcasts. Chicago. If you're in Chicago, get those tickets. They're almost gone. New York, uh, Philadelphia, Boston, D.C., all You Up Live. It's a different show than my stand-up show. We're doing dating at makeovers. We're asking, taking audience questions. We play Red Flag Deal Breaker. We do deal reveal. We go over your text. It is a fun, fun talk show-like experience. Now, I'm also going to be doing stand-up. I'm coming back on the road. I got all new material. Kansas City, Nashville, Stanford, Lexington, Kentucky, Charlotte, North Carolina. All that stuff is found on my website, jaredfree.com. That's jaredfree.com for the tickets. Very excited for today's guest. Not new to the the JCU, the J Train Cinematic Universe. You've been on the J Train podcast. Yes. Uh, new to the lounge. Welcome into thank the lounge. Thank you. Uh, Adrian Iapolucci, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. How I didn't even you? know this was a new one of your things. Well, what we do is, I, I, you know, I do so much talking out of my ass about other people's dating lives. There was a point during the pandemic where mm-hmm. you were only allowed to complain about dead people who died from COVID. Yes. Like, you couldn't be like, ugh, I hate the traffic. Or I could, True, oh yes. my God, oh, you, you, no one was allowed to have frivolous issues. That's true. Because you could always get kind of, someone could climb up Moral Mountain. That's a good way of putting that. To let you know that your problems aren't, any, or aren't enough, are stupid. And that's why the lounge, I built it with my bare hands. I, I took the wood and nails and I put together this lounge so people could come in and complain air their grievances no mm. one would look at you and go up, 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 up. there's bigger issues you know everyone especially on the internet the internet is the place for that where mm-hmm. you know i it's almost like <clears throat> there was a thing called a humble brag i think there's such a thing there's an opposite to the humble brag where it is the uh the tragedy brag where it's like, I have a more tragic life than you. Yes. So anything you talk about should be, you know, put, should be shut up. And I will now get this position of, I'm the more tragic person. Right. Feel worse for me right. than you. Right. There's I understand a comparison that, yes. of problems that, like, you're never going to win. There's always someone doing worse than you. Of course. Yes. You know, so we come to the lounge. We, as I said, we shut the door and... Let it fly. And you I can agree. send in yours, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. So on Thursdays, we go to the lounge to complain. On Mondays, we give some advice. But this is where we, we have user-generated complaints. Which I love is it. Beautiful. I love it. And to me, the more grand the complaint, the better the complaint. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I just, and I, I do a Patreon version of this, on, and you can, you get guaranteed that your luxury lounge will be read. Here, oh, we only good. read so many. We only have of so course. much time. Um, but on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, we read all the Luxury Lounge complaints. I also do a, a show called Coffee with J Train where I tell stories from the week. You know, stories that I kind of hope will be stand-up bits or sure, be something. Yeah. 
I was just in Boca and I just talked about how there were no there were no stone crab legs at the <laughs> seafood buffet. Okay, that seems that's a good one. People were angry. Were they losing their shit? Well, because the seafood buffet is known for you're going to get stone crabs. Mm-hmm. Like stone crabs are like an expensive high-end item. Right. So if you get the chance to eat as many as you want, you go, "Sure. Oh, whatever the price is, that's going to be more reasonable than Yes. So people were like, we were a half hour in, there's no crabs. So what did you do? Shock and awe. I mean, people were and I just Did you lo- riot? There was almost a small riot. I I what I love about a complaint like that is like everyone there was right yes. to be angry. Of course. But we live in this world of oh that's a Karen, you know, that's a that you're not allowed to have any complaints unless the biggest loser on the internet deems it okay. Right, of course. Which is annoying. For sure. Things are things are annoying. I would be annoyed if I went there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I, I agreed. Like, it made me so happy to agree with their complaint while also knowing... Did you just ate. leave? No, we ate. We had a good time. I mean, we ate... You ate the B-squad we, we stuff? We ate all the rest of the stuff and then complained the next day. Oh, okay. We wanted discounts on the B-squad stuff sure, that we had. Absolutely. Even though it was a wonderful time. I want everyone to follow Adrian. Follow At me, guys. Adrian Iapalucci. She's on the road. Where are you going? Um, so I will be in the punchline in Sacramento. And we have Sacramento people. They got to go see it. Go see it, Sacramento. Uh, July, it's right after the 4th of July. Right. If you're listening, if you're one of those people that wants to stay indoors during the July. Yeah, and if you, don't have, if you don't have enough money to leave, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sacramento, come see me at the punchline. What's what's better than that? Go to Adrian's shows. A lot of stuff Adrian is better. <laughs> She's going to be in Montreal in July. I want everyone to go follow Adrian. She's so funny. What do you... I, you, we were talking about going abroad. Yes. Do you have any abroad complaints? Any abroad complaints? Like I'm going abroad right now. There's a listening to this. I am, you know, I have my beret on. I'm eating a baguette. I'm out. I'm, I'm in Europe. Where are you going? Which countries? So here are the countries I'm going to. Um, or I have already been at this point. Sure. Yeah. Um, it is because you open for Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All over. All over Europe. Europe. Yes. And. So I went to Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Oslo, Berlin. These are the places you've already been. This is where I've already been. Oh, okay. Of those places, which did you hate the most? Which did I hate the most out of all those places? I don't know. You didn't say anywhere that I went that I hated. What did you hate? Give me a... Germany. The well, me- Berlin. I was in Berlin. Mm, no, but Berlin I liked. Okay. We went to another place and everyone is so nasty there. So how? mean. Really? And I don't think they're mean being... how? Do you remember what part? Was it Munich? Munich. That's where it was. That's where it was, yeah. What, what, what is it? I don't know that they're being mean. It's just the way they talk is right. very mean. And I, I didn't love them there. I was also got sick there, too. So I had to go to the pharmacy. And at that point, it was still COVID, kind of. Mm. So, like, they would really not let people in. Like, you had to do one at a time, one at a time going inside and... They would just yell at you. Right. And I, I guess when you're in Germany and they're being orderly, that's a little bit frightening. They like, were being... You know, the idea of like, in line, go... And you're like, whoa, with that accent. They were being Nazis. Right. For real. Like, they were <laughs> like just you're like... being a bit of a Nazi. That's <laughs> going to be tough to say to them. Well, I don't... I think they would take it as a compliment. I don't even think really? they would, Yeah. I don't think Every they would... Every German get... that I've ever met, they get a little annoyed at the Nazi joking. In Germany, though? 
this, I'm saying here. That's different. That's because we're not. That's because we don't think it's great here <laughs> in Germany. I think they still <laughs> think like, it's good. They're like, oh, how, oh. <laughs> thank you for thank you. Oh, thank you for complimenting us. Oh my God, really? Yeah. No, I don't. Is know. there that vibe? Now I'm I'm excited to go to Berlin because it's funny. Like Berlin, I like Berlin. Those, you liked it. It's very Williamsburg esque. Interesting. Yeah. See, the thing about Berlin that I've noticed just from telling people I'm going. Their eyes light up and they do like it's crazy there, man. It's like you, not crazy you, there. It's not crazy. <laughs> this is like you. I just said maybe it's over sexualized dudes that are doing that. They're like, oh man, like anything goes there. There's always. Oh, I that, think there's like, like a underground sex club there that's supposed to be really good. I feel like I remember Ari. One. I feel like Ari talked about that once mm. before. I don't know if it's true, but there is like a hard sex club to get into where it's like insane. It's funny that like I the did minute not someone there. that's their feedback, I'm like, what are you doing there? You know, like I think people just go just to watch the craziness. Just to be at the madness and knowing that you're never gonna see it again anywhere else. I think you can also go to where the Berlin Wall was. Like I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, I think you could get like a one little. One or the other. You go to the sex room, or you go to the Berlin. I wall think you could get a pebble. A you could get a pebble from the wall. Oh, I'd love a, pe- uh, a <laughs> piece of the wall. I don't know if that's true or not. Listen, but. everyone, go follow Adrian at Adrian Ipalucci. <laughs> go follow right now. So fucking funny. Uh, gonna be in Sacramento. Gonna be at Montreal at the Comedy Festival. Are you ready to get into the complaining? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do. I my live for first. it. Go. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, Who made he's this? got some issues. You did it. You're so multi-talented. Right, thank you. Amazing voice. Who doesn't like this song? Your mom. My dad, close. Close. My dad thinks this is ridiculous. You know who else didn't like it? Two people in the whole world hate this song. And it's not your mom? My dad. And your brother? And a comedian. Was angered. Visibly angered. Eric Newman? That's so interesting. You brought up Eric Newman. <laughs> I don't know why. Eric Newman. <laughs> the I don't nicest know. guy in the world. I know, but that's, a, but that's why it'd, be, it'd be funny if he was just like, not this song. This, this is it. This, this is, is what I can't, puts me over the I can't end. stand it. Neil Brennan's least favorite song. Really? He wasn't happy about it. If well, you go to that episode on YouTube, the, it's a very funny moment when he hears this song. What does he do? Just, he had a lot of creative uh, disagreements with the song. Wow. Here's my complaint. I was in the Delta Sky Club on Friday. Love it already. Delayed, delayed, delayed by my own account. I had to push back my flights because there was an opportunity that may have came up. If you listen to Coffee with J Train, you know. Guys, go listen because now I want to know. Well, I was asked to maybe open for Adam Sandler and Kevin James. Oh, that's awesome. So they were like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Why maybe? Well, I think it's weird to be like, hey, can you do this? And then you go, yes. And they go, okay, now we're going to find out if we will, if they want you to do this. Because I think from the agency side, they're like, right. I'm going to pitch a bunch of people that I can get a yes right away. Okay. And they'd rather disappoint me than disappoint Sandler and Kevin James. Isn't that annoying, though? That's how it goes, I guess. I don't think, th- I think if they knew that was the case, they'd be like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah, sure, they don't know what's no, happening. it's the managers, yeah, it's of the course. tour managers, it's the agents, whatever. So, basically, I was told, push back your flight, so, because I was at the airport, literally ready to fly to either D.C. or Florida. Okay. Florida was my parents, where I just came from, because it didn't happen. Right. D.C. was where the show was, 
at about noon, they're like, I'm sorry, it's not happening. Okay, fine. You should have called it a bomb threat to the club or the, whatever is the theater. Get petty. Right. Well, People need to know there's, there's consequences to doing stuff like right. this. Well, they, I should have called in, you know, listen, that comic's going to bomb. Yeah, there's going to be a bomb also at the theater. Right. <laughs> so I was upset, obviously. And then you go yeah, into course. like what would have been. You got, you, you got ahead of yourself. You've opened for some major of course, people. Of course, yeah. You know it's that disappointing. It's disappointing. So I was like, fuck it. I'm eating everything at this lounge. Do it. Let's drown our sorrows in all the Delta Sky Club goodies. I, so um, I go around. I start eating. And at the Delta Sky Club at, at LaGuardia, they did a special food thing. They're doing like theme weeks. Okay. So... A special celebrity chef will bring one of their items and they'll do a little section of the counter. So if you walk into the Sky Club at LaGuardia, the brand new one, you walk in, you get off the escalator. If you make an immediate left, if you turn your whole body, if you go left and you go all the way around, there's a secondary food bar. And it's where you should go always because the other food bar gets touched by everyone. This Gross. is the secondary food bar. So you get off the escalator, you make a left, and you keep turning. Okay? okay. It'll be right in front of you. On the corner of that food bar, they did the specialty celebrity sponsored. And I guess the celebrity sponsored chef was Balbusta. Bal it's a restaurant here in New York. And I guess this woman did the menu at the Comedy Cellar, which I had no oh, idea. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I had no idea That's about pretty cool. This. Her name's Enid, Ined, whatever. Apologies to her name. You're going to get a lot of hate for that. It's okay. And this food sponsor was, she's Balbusta. She does a Mediterranean thing. So they had a chicken shawarma pita. And I'm like, I love of course, yeah. a chicken shawarma pita. I want to really do it up. And I get there and there's a, there's a felt rope in front of it. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, is it closed? Is it not happening? Is it not until later? Yeah. And then I see that the felt rope is to let you know it's not, you're not allowed to take it. You have to They're be gonna have, served? You're going to be served your chicken shawarma pita. Okay. Which, that's my complaint. Let us make it ourselves. Sure. Because I, and I know they're trying to, like, sparse out, and they want everyone to have some... But no, listen, if you missed it, you'll get it next time. Knowing that there's the special chef-inspired yeah. thing is as good as getting to try the special, the special chef-inspired thing. Because this guy behind the counter is literally putting like two pieces of shawarma chicken with a little bit of cabbage, with a little bit of the tahini or whatever they put in, and then he gave it to you on the plate, and I was like, I wanted to be like, no, dude. Fill it up. Yeah, I do. I want to go and get the chili crisp and put it on and some of the hummus that's over there on the other side. I was ready to mix and match and of really course. make my own thing. And I couldn't do that. And I was going to make about five of them. Yeah. I was going to have five of them. Or you could have just had one big one. Right. It's like you do not fly all over the world to get these points for them to just divvy up this little bit of shawarma. Right. It did feel like Oliver Twist and them giving you the little tiny bit of porridge and you had to yes. go up and beg, can I have another pita shawarma more? You know, it's, I, I don't need to get the embarrassment. Of course. I, as a Delta, you know, again, you're right. I fly, 
I committed to this airline. I need this to be a partnership and not like I'm working for them still. The minute I get in that Sky Club, I should be able to take a fucking bucket and fill it with as much food Absolutely. as I want. Delta needs to know that you will fly United. At any moment. At any moment. I don't, I think they know I won't. That's the problem. I think they know that I am not one shawarma away from ending my relationship, a hmm. decade-long relationship with Delta. No, but if you did form a union with the other people in the Delta Lounge and <laughs> right. you all said that, maybe they would let you take as much as you want. Right. We should be able... We should, How funny of you. You walk by the Sky Club and there's people protesting outside. We want more shawarma. A riot is always the way to go. Always. <laughs> that, is my, that is what I say. That's, Adrian came on and say one thing. Call in more bomb threats and riot. Riot anytime you can. Right. <laughs> that is your right. Let's go to Adrian's complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. So this is when Neil got very They're Yeah, this is not as good as your song. In. Well, he was mad because the first They've one went so long. He goes, I get it, I get it. Then if you watch the rest of the YouTube, if yes. you get to this point, he didn't expect a second song. Oh. So he got really Like upset. genuinely upset? Shelby, wouldn't you say genuinely? He seemed upset. But see, he's also at a further place in his career when he can get upset. Even if I right. was upset, I'd have to still act like I loved it. Right. Because I'm not anywhere in my career. I'm not, I'm not in the Delta Lounge. Right. <laughs> he was upset in a way that his artistic integrity wow. was bruised. But, you know, listen to each their own. What is your complaint, Adrian? Um, can I do two complaints? You can do whatever you'd like. You're okay. in the lounge. Um, I also think that song is fine. The song's good. <laughs> it doesn't, it it's not that it. long. Um, so my first complaint is that, because you brought up COVID in the beginning, mm. my first complaint is that not enough people died during COVID because I'm still right. hitting way too much traffic. Right, we need to get these people out That's of the way. That's a global, where everyone I think is having that mm. feeling, in a big city. Right, there are some people you know, you know, really moving slow and you're like, it didn't take you? You yeah. know, they, you need to you need to be <laughs> out of here. <laughs> right. Out of here. The, this was. a Yeah. It wasn't enough to get you out of the way. Yeah. It's not. We've we've really not made a dent. No. So it, that's a just, lot of people. That's my big complaint. Which <coughs> okay, I think a that's lot your of, macro complaint. Too many yes. people. COVID should have taken out more. Yes. Quote, that's been my point. Adrian, I pollution. That's been my complaint from the start. <laughs> OK. Um, and my small complaint is I was on an airplane yesterday on Delta mm. Um, and you know, at the end where everyone gets up to get their luggage. Right. So there's a lady that's sitting, her and her daughter, daughter are sitting like a row ahead of me. And then I'm sitting in the same row on different sizes as her, as her husband. So you're at the same row. So across the aisle from you. Across is, the aisle is her husband. And then in front of the husband is the wife and the child. Okay. So you're across from the whole family. I'm across from this terrible aisle family. Or window. I'm in the aisle. So you're in the aisle, and across from you in the aisle is the husband. In front of him and is is his horrible wife and daughter. Yes. Well, he's sitting by the window, but it doesn't matter. He's so directly he's directly to the, across from me. So the horrifics are to the left of you. Yes. Okay. So everyone gets up to get their luggage at the end. The wife now her luggage is where the husband's head is right. So like he okay. when he gets up, he could get his own luggage. Right. But instead of doing that. She makes somebody behind him get the luggage, and then while I'm in the aisle, she makes them put it over my head. 
So like passing it up as passing if it's it a up, baby they're saving. It's fucking from- Simba or whatever from the fucking Lion King. They're Lion Kinging their fucking luggage over my fucking head. It is insanity that they. There's a point where you go, just sit, wait for the people behind you to get out so that you Her, can go back. It, it was. Is, it was right over our husband. If why the, didn't the husband? Because get it? I guess he didn't get up first. You know, listen, when that fucking ding goes off, whoever gets up first has the right to get out first, right? right? So there was the pilot that was there, and then the husband sitting near him. So they didn't get up first. Mm. So I'm there, and then the wife is in front of me with her dumb kid, and then she she can't get her luggage, so she's like motioning to the guy behind me. He gets the luggage out. They pass it over my head and I just go like, this is ridiculous. It's insanity. It's insanity. And then she goes, she was like, what? And she was like, what's wrong or something? I go, you know what's wrong. You know you just pushed your fucking huge luggage over my head when you could have just waited. To gain what? That's that's. I don't know. know. You go, what time are you making? What did they gain? What did you gain? Then that's the point. There are points in my life where I go, I'm a monster. Where, sure, where we're go, all monsters we're sometimes. All, we, all, we all have a monster within us. There is a point where you go, you know what? What am I? I done too much. And you just needed that admission from her and go, yeah, you're right. I should have just waited. This is stupid. Because, But there's a point where she doesn't want to take the loss. She just wants right. to go, fuck you. I'll pass a bag over your head. Over my head. It's going to save me 15 seconds. I have to get home because I have a daughter. You know, But like she they, couldn't even get home quicker. She she still had to wait for her husband right. to fucking get out. No, I've seen it. It is the crisis of humanity. There, there It I, is I, the most human thing because you see these people sprint out because I got to get mine. And then they're not for even... For what? And then they end up waiting in the, the hallway... For their husband who's behind right. them. I've and seen this a million also times. Also, the husband, because she took that luggage, the husband now is carrying nothing. So she takes right. that luggage. She she says something to me, because I guess she thinks I'm not going to talk back to her, but I don't give a fuck. Right. So she's like, "What? what's wrong with him? So I'm like, you know what you just did. Yeah. So we're going further out, and then she stops to get another piece of luggage, and she turns around and smiles. I'm like... I don't care that you're getting the luggage. The problem is when it goes over my head. Right. That's the problem with the luggage I had to, situation. Yeah, I had to worry about getting my neck crushed. It could have fell right on my head. Right. And it's just like, for what? For five seconds. Right. It, 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 what, that's the thing. What are you gaining? And, it, and you know what they're getting? The reason she's smiling at you, I got one on you. They don't want to be beat by anyone. They don't, nobody wants to get fucked. And then that's that's where she's at. She's so diseased in her head what I that was, anyone being ahead of her where she thinks they should have been ahead of her, where she thinks she should have been ahead of them, is a loss and she got fucked. I know. And then I created a whole fight in my head. Right. Of course. Because I was hoping do. that she would say something about me being fat. <laughs> And then I was going to say, well, if you were a little fatter, it would fill out some of your wrinkles. Like, that's what I was hoping for. You were for. already I was so I was world starring it in my head where this is going to be a fight and I'm going to blow up on world star. Like, that's that, I, that was my head. I love that you're like doing the shadow boxing verbally in your head. I was so mad. Everyone go follow Adrian at Adrian Iapalucci on Instagram. So funny. Going to be in Sacramento. Going to be at the Montreal Comedy Festival doing the dirty show, right? Doing the the nasty show. The nasty show. The nasty show. I don't know. (laughs) I guess, right? The nasty. But that's like a famous thing at the festival. It's a huge honor. That's great. Yeah. And then I'm going to tape a special November 11th in Austin. Love it. So if you're out there and you are in Austin, I was just in Austin, had a great time. Where are you going to tape it? 
uh, at Rogan's place. At the mothership. Yeah, at the mothership. I've heard of it. I didn't get to check it out. But it's very I cool, it's yeah. Beautiful. 80 million men and women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. Nutrafol can help. Nutrafol is a number one dermatologist recommended supplement clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. I'm going to tell you right now. I got Nutrafol sent to me, and then I sent it to my mom. My mom loves it. She's seeing a difference. She wouldn't ask. She keeps asking for more, and she wouldn't do that unless she felt a difference. So I didn't need it. I love that she loves it. And listen, it's mom approved at this point. Recommended by over 3,000 top doctors, Nutrafol goes beyond genetics and targets the root cause of hair thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, aging, lifestyle, and metabolism. Thinning is different for men and women. Nutrafol offers multiple formulas to provide what each individual needs based on biology and age. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results. In clinical studies, 72% of men reported more scalp coverage and 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code FEATHER to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code FEATHER. You've heard all about hot girl summer, but what about the men? Get ready for hot guy summer and level up with Manscaped. Manscaped is dedicated to upping your confidence and by giving you all the tools you need to be well-groomed. I love Manscaped. I am a user. I think it's a great gift for the guy in your life. I think it's a great way to feel good about yourself when you're getting ready for the night and putting yourself together for date night. What a wonderful gift. What a wonderful thing to buy for yourself. You're buying yourself confidence. You're buying your partner confidence. You're buying the person the, you know, you're giving them permission to take care of themselves maybe a little more than they would. The Performance Package 2.0 is a lifesaver. It includes the Essential Lawn Mower 4.0, which is a waterproof cordless body hair trimmer. I have it, I use it, I love it. The Weed Whacker 2.0, perfect for grooming those ear and nose hairs. I have it, I use it, I love it. And some extra goodies for those crown jewels. I love the different creams that they have to take care of your body in a way I never would have thought of. Refresh your balls with Crop Reviver Ball Toner and the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. While you're at it, deal with those toenails too with the Shears 2.0 Nail Kit to round out your grooming collection. To make the summer the best one yet, Manscaped has an awesome deal for the listeners. Get 20, 20, 20, 20% off in free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with the code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. So everyone go follow Adrian at Adrian Iapalucci. Let's get to the lounge. You ready? Let's do it. Braddy Bride. Thank you for providing me with a safe space to vo- uh, voice my spoiled bravity grievances. My fiance and I got engaged in the summer of 2022. We are both in graduate school full time for nurse anesthesia. I will graduate in May of 2024 and him a year later. Okay, so we are early on this stuff. Yeah, I love that. I love how it's already starting now. The the wedding stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually. Yeah. Being the pusher that I am, I decided I couldn't wait for him to graduate, so the wedding date is September 2024. Okay, so not this September, the next September. 
And he's still, she didn't want to wait for him to graduate. Right. So he's still got to worry about his exams. Right. (laughs) While he's walking down the aisle. Yeah, I got to get to bed early I hope I pass this year. (laughs) My parents both agreed that we shouldn't wait almost three years to get married. They were also ever so kind and saving for this big day and agreed to front most of the costs, seeing as my fiance and I are both very unemployed and drowning in debt. We must continually remind ourselves of the large salaries awaiting us. So yay, (laughs) wedding... They have to keep being like, we're going to make we'll 250, okay. <laughs> 250 grand in five years. And within millions in debt. <laughs> millions in debt. So yay, wedding help. But here's my complaint. They practically handpicked the venue, which we love, but it's slightly more expensive than most and in a remote location that will make practically everything cost more. So mm-hmm. now my parents are pumping the brakes as I attempt to plan and book vendors to ensure we actually have flowers and food at this wedding and not just a building with 200 hungry and thirsty friends and family members. Am I wrong for being annoyed that this money was offered to me? They pa- that this money was offered to me. They passively dictated the venue. And now that they are seeing the true price of things, they may want to cut back. I feel too rude to complain about this to my friends, but I knew I wouldn't be judged here. Thanks. Sincerely, Champagne Taste on my parents' beer budget. What do you think? So I think if they pick that expensive venue, they have to give them more money. Right. It's like you, either let me pick a cheaper place or you guys have to give me more money now. It's it's the delusion that's the bothersome part. It's like, yeah, you guys want to do a nice thing. And then you go, well, here's the venue. And then you go, okay, so we're not eating Ritz crackers here. Like, we got to get pass around hors d'oeuvres. We need a band. You pick the remote location. We got to get people out here. What did you think this was going to be? Um, it is almost like your parents being nice and putting a down payment on an apartment for you in Manhattan. And you're like, but I can't make the monthly payments. Right. It's kind of the same idea. Right. And then you say to them, hey, can I get help with the monthly payments? And they're like, what? Unless the parents are hoping that she won't be able to have stuff there and then she will just be like, we're not getting married. Right. I I just don't get. I don't understand. the. Well, the thing is, I I think what people do is they have an idea of what things cost. Sure. And then they come to reality of what the actual cost is. And they go, well, and they realize how deep they're in and then they start cutting corners. And honestly, the best weddings are the ones that are filled out. Mm-hmm. Not the one you no one goes love the venue if the food sucks. Right. No one goes love the venue if there's no band. Or if you have to pay for your own drinks. You right. ever go to a wedding and you have to pay for your own drinks? Everything's ruined. I say this about comedy clubs. If there's no AC, the comedy show did not I remember I did shows. Riot. Where, that's a riot situation. It's a riot. Time to riot. <laughs> no, but that's a, I I've done shows where the AC breaks. And I go, you should cancel the show. Absolutely. There's not there is nothing funnier. Than hot room. Absolutely. It kills the whole show. There is no wedding better than bad food. There's no wedding more mm. fun than no band or DJ or good, bad band, bad DJ. You know, the venue, I don't think I've ever really noticed a venue if food and music and people are good. Sure, I agree. So that's the thing. This woman, I totally agree with her. There's a Me pie too. Chart. There's a pie chart here. And you, sl- everyone has an amount of money. It doesn't matter how much the money is. Right. 100 grand, 10 grand, it doesn't matter. That's the pie. Mm-hmm. Now you slice up the pie. I've been to weddings where part of the pie was what the groomsmen were wearing. Like you could tell there was a lot of money put into let's all make the groomsmen match. And then there was one bar. You go, 
Why don't you let them get their own suits and then we'll have two bars? Yeah, I think I think she needs to talk to her parents. If that, I would. I would say Me to her, too. I would say to them, and you have to talk to them as if they're buying a car from you. Right. Hey, Be nice about it too, because right. they are spending all this money. Can we talk about what the budget is for this wedding? Right. I know you guys wanted this venue, and maybe we've already kind of like gotten the date, but it's 2024. I mean, they got time. Yeah, they it got time. It seems like you can back out of this venue. I would say to her, say to her, like, talk about numbers, mm-hmm. not specifics. Because now she's saying she doesn't know if she's going to have flowers. Right. Right? And, and food? Right. Even the sign-off, champagne taste of my parents' beer budget. If you got a beer budget, I want a fun beer budget wedding. Absolutely. It that, has to be fun. And those exist. For sure. She's going to be sit. It's yeah, it's like it's and you put you were totally right with the apartments. House rich, cash poor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't if you got a huge house and you, you got empty rooms because you can't afford the furniture. Get it. Are you cheaper place. No. Time, no, I would definitely say something to her parents. You know what she should do? She'd have her fiance <clears throat> say something to her parents. Oh, really? <laughs> really start a war. I mean, not start a war. If she really feels like she can't talk to her parents. Right. Maybe make him talk to them. I would ask my parents. I would do this. I ask questions. Curiosity over judgment. Okay. So it's like, so what do you see for the menu? What would you like the menu to be? What would you like the band to be? Okay. That's a good idea, yeah. And then they go, well, we want to have pass around hors d'oeuvres, and we want to have a charcuterie, and we want a band, we want a seven-piece band. And you go, okay, well, here are the prices for that. What do you guys think? And they go, whoa, we can't even have that. And you go, well, why don't we take away from this venue Move it towards this. You know, now you can no, start. No, what you have to do is they have to realize that the venue is too expensive on their own. Mm. So you have to do all of that, what you're saying, and then them, and then go to them and be like, so what do you? Th- where do you think we can save money? Right. What can we change here? And it has to be almost their idea. How do I Scratch get you the into fiance this doing church that, rec room? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how do what I, am I going to do? How do I get you to this VFW? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. VFW, there is a charm. In sure. The wedding at the VFW. It, there's no charm in the wedding at the Ritz Carlton with no band. Or with shitty food. Or like paying for your own drinks is garbage. Garbage. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com here with Adrian Iapalucci. At Adrian Iapalucci on Instagram. Go follow, go follow. Luxury Lounge. My parents give me too much money. She needs to get in touch with that first <laughs> right, girl. <this> family. <laughs> Uh, Jared Shelby and Guest Feather Feather, I come from a stereotypical upper middle class Jewish family and I'm currently in a full funded grad program where I get a monthly stipend that's basically a minimum wage salary. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. That is a great grad program. I'm so jealous. The city I live in is relatively inexpensive, but a minimum wage salary is still minimum wage. There are some months I'm a little short on bills and I have to ask my parents to help me out a little bit. That makes, I mean, you're in a graduate program. You're still... In that zone of like, I'm still in school. This all makes sense. Yeah, to of me. course. Whenever I tell my parents how much I am short, they always send me over double what I ask for with I the love, Venmo caption. Have fun. I love these parents. Great parents. I Great. love them. They could do nothing wrong in my eyes. Also, no shame. There's no. There's no. Yeah. Like when you send with the Venmo caption, have fun. There's no. What is it getting spent on? They're sending you a fixed amount of money. This isn't like you using their credit card. It's different. Yeah. This isn't you, you know, you know, taking money without acknowledging it. There is a well, it seems take like, it, have fun, no judgment. Yeah. We want you to have it. It also seems like they know she's not like 
abusing it and just spending right. frivolously. So they trust. They want. They're like, have a. We know you're working hard. You're in grad school. You're struggling right now. Here, have fun. Don't worry about it. I love the have fun caption. Mm -hmm. Everything about that. But the, the caption could have been, you know, uh, you're welcome, which yes. is like, go fuck yourself. I hope you fucking pass away That's, soon. Yeah. No, no, no. Have fun. These parents should live forever. If my mom lends me 20 bucks, she will ask me when she's getting it back. <laughs> like that's, this have, these parents are amazing. I hate that I even complaining about this, but I feel so guilty even asking for money. And my parents will always say, we're in a financial situation and want you to be able to enjoy your life outside of your grad school slash research. You're researching shit. You're a hero. They should give you double money. Of course. Why are you feeling that, guilty? That money's also going to go to her when they die. Right. You're just getting it a little early. Right. And a dollar today is always worth more than a dollar tomorrow. Exactly. There aren't even strings attached with the money. And I always say I'll pay them back when I graduate and have a real job. And they say no. Yeah. I am so incredibly grateful but can't stop the guilt I feel every time they send me extra money. Thank you for giving me somewhere to complain about this so I don't sound like a spoiled brat complaining that my parents give me money. I would say, here's my, I actually have an issue with the emailer. You're upset with the emailer. And listen, we're in the lounge. I'm happy they came here to complain. I'm happy that they are open and honest. Mm -hmm. That they, the guilt they feel. Here's what I would say to them. They need to stop saying they're going to pay their parents back. Sure, there, yeah. There's a point where it's like, enough. Like, even calling yourself a spoiled brat, I don't think you're a spoiled brat at all. No, she just probably feels, this is what I would do. Every time right. they give you money, I'd say once or twice a month, give a homeless person a dollar or two. Right. So then it's like you are giving back to other people whose parents did not give them money. Right. <laughs> I do that. I mean, I, I've been over tipping baristas and I don't Great. think baristas is homeless people. But I assume, not yet. Not yet. Not soon yet. to be. <laughs> I, I assume most baristas aren't career baristas. No. And they're trying to do something else. In the same way that I believe that she is trying to do something else. Yes. So I think her parents are like, hey. Take this extra dough, do with it what you may, you, you, weigh, you, you may, you, you, it's going to you anyways at some point. Right. We have no need for the money. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel that way with, you know, when it's like one, two or three dollars on the barista. I go three. Absolutely, and I yeah. Go, if you can afford it, and obviously they can afford it, because if they couldn't right. afford it, they would talk to her about it. So that's, I don't know. I think it's fine. And like you said, maybe... I think it's just her guilt saying that she's going to pay them back. I know, and, but I, when I, it's funny that like I, I hear this and when she's like, I don't, thank you for letting me be, I don't want to be considered a spoiled brat. If anyone considered you a spoiled brat, I'd be like, it, it's more a judgment on them than it she is She doesn't you. sound like a spoiled brat. At all. No. Like, enjoy it. Have fun, as your parents said. And here's the thing. You, I can tell. I can tell that the parents are great. I can tell that she's great. Yes. Because when someone says have fun, you go, I don't even know how I could be having more fun than I'm having right now. You're appreciative. You're appreciative of your life. You're appreciative of where you stand. You're appreciative of the research you're doing, of where your career's going. Isn't that, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Isn't that the most beautiful thing you can be in life is it's, appreciative of what you have in life that you're like, you know, it's not like they gave you 400 bucks and you're like, this isn't enough for a Rolex. Right. I say just do well in school. Right. That's it. Here's the other thing. Why don't you put it away and save for yourself? 
Put it away and save it. Buy them a nicer Christmas gift. I don't know. Or, or buy yourself a home that you think, know you live in the home that was helped to save by, you know, put in a money market or put in some mutual funds. You know, when you put money away, there is a sense of like gratitude there where you're like, this true. is towards my future. Now I know that my family will be involved in whatever this purchase will become. The, the purchase will be more you know, you will get more appreciation out of the purchase. I like the idea of saving it and doing something like either nice for her future or nice for them or. Right. I said hey, uh, Christmas gift, so I think she's Jewish. <laughs> right. Hanukkah she gift. Whatever she wants. Whatever. I, I think you're, I think honestly you were right. Like stop saying you're going to pay them back. Just like honestly, they want you to have fun. Go right. have fun with the money. And maybe fun is Putting it towards your future. Yeah, or Jay. going out and getting drunk and, you know, buying yeah, your friends it. that don't have money to drink. I don't know. Tip the barista. J Train Podcast. Tip the barista. <laughs> get an addiction. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do something fun with the Do money. Do some cocaine. Cocaine is always really fun. Absolutely. Get out one and night. And that's not free. Do a little bag of coke. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> he's like, no, go do some Molly. You know, now, get she's fucked a, up. now she's addicted, and the parents are like, hey, if you didn't spend this money on Coke, I would need to give you extra money. <laughs> right. Drops out of school. It was the, the luxury lounge told me to do this. We see her on the side of the street. You told me to do this. Like, we also told you to save it, though. Right. One or the other. Either save it or buy a bunch of drugs. Lux luxury lounge. Inconvenient windows of time for appointments. Mm. All the feathers, Jared, and guests. First of all, love your podcast. The highlight of my mornings now onto my complaint. I set up a pest control appointment for one of my work from home days this week so that they could spray inside and outside my home. The company is great, and I don't see any pests in between sprays, which I love. However, the windows of time for the appointments are ridiculous. My appointment was set for Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, so I have to be on alert for eight hours for a 20-minute service. Okay, I live in a townhome with three stories and work out of the third floor, so not only do I need to be on alert to hear the doorbell ring, but I also need to run down two flights of stairs so that I don't miss the pest control rep. I was planning on hitting the gym during my lunch hour, but it was already afternoon, and they had not shown up. I was frustrated because I didn't get my workout in, but also I had an important work meeting I needed to be on video for and was stressing out that they would show up during it i finally called and asked for an eta and the rep said my house was set for a 2 p.m appointment what so you're saying i could have gone to the gym earlier an eta text would be much appreciated so i could at least plan my day out why are these windows time of time so large why can't we have set appointments and if they know it's going to be late at, uh be a late appointment why don't they just state that initially or send an eta update I would, n I would rather get an ETA text every hour on the hour so I know how much time I have before they show up instead of just waiting around all day not being able to use my headphones in case I miss the doorbell. Thanks for the safe space to air my complaint. I hope you and your esteemed guests can relate. What do you think, Adrian? I think it should be kind of like Grubhub where mm -hmm. you order and then you could follow the tracking thing where you know right. it's getting close to your house. Mm -hmm. I do think having somebody wait home for eight hours when you have a specific time is insane. It's insane. We have the technology. Absolutely. This isn't us referencing technology in a Terminator movie in right. Back to the Future. We are yes. referencing technology that is here on Earth today. And it'll make everyone happier with their product. As they said, mm -hmm. like we said with the comedy club with no AC. Yes. Nobody will ever be funnier than hot comedy club. No. No pest control will ever do a better job 
than make me wait eight hours at home. That's crazy. That's what like they do when you get cable and shit, or right. like, you know, internet, Wi-Fi or whatever. It's so annoying. And we have the technology to have an app where you can see the truck on the screen. Yep. You can follow it through town. It can let you know. I'll be. And that's the thing. They can give you an eight-hour window if they tell you we'll be in touch every hour. We will let you know. But that's, like even, they, that's even still annoying. Even when you order like groceries, right? It's mm, still like a two-hour window. Mm, like, you know what I mean? Eight hours is crazy. But if they said they were going to be there Friday at some point. Yeah. And But we will let you know Friday morning what number you are on sure, the delivery list. Something like that, yes. Something like that would be actually like better than what they're doing. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> you wake up in the morning with a text, hey, you're number 15. Appointments generally take 20 minutes. Right, you're not there so long. We are starting at 8 a.m. All right, then you get the calculator out 15 times 20. Now you can go, all right, now my window's probably-ish. Now you can do your own window. Yes, I agree. I think that's annoying to have to wait all day long for these people and not knowing when they're going to come. They're operating in a 1995 fashion when they we are, are living in a 2023 world. That's true. I agree with that. I she, do think, though, she was complaining about going to the gym where she said she lives on the third floor or whatever. She could have just gone up and down the stairs a bunch right, of times. Right, just do some stairs. <laughs> when she's waiting doing? for them. What are you blaming us for your health <laughs> issues? You got I mean, stairs. That's not their problem, that part. Right. But waiting around all day for them is their fault. That is the most... <laughs> it is the, the most annoying thing when someone brings up, like, the most, like... <laughs> I love what you... The, isn't it the most annoying thing when someone... When you're like, man, I didn't even get to the gym today. And they're like, you can't walk up and down the stairs? And well, you're like... she was already saying yeah, that's that, the, that it's a lot of work to have to go up and down those stairs. Just right. go up and down the stairs till they come. I used to do stairs in college. And it's not, it's a good workout. Oh my God. I would be, but your knees. Yeah, she sounds knees. young. Yeah, she could do it. J Train Podcast. It's also great com. to be like, I was going to go volunteer that day and I couldn't right. do it because of that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, pest control. I was going to go work in, gonna... I was going to be at the domestic violence shelter and helping a woman that was beat. Right. Now I can't. Look what you did to me. Look what you did to this poor woman. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I guess I'll get the bugs out. It's, uh, you know, luxury lounge, screaming kids in the library. Oh, uh, the worst. I mean, the library. Dear J Train, Feather Feather and all that jazz, I'm writing to you while currently trying to study for the MCAT in a public library. This is the third time I've studied in this particular library, and I'm blown away by the number of kids running through the adult section screaming, either with their parents right next to them or completely unaccompanied. Was I the only one? taught as a kid to shut the fuck up the second you entered the adult section it's a sunday afternoon and there are at least a dozen people trying to work silently at the different tables and these parents are just parading their screaming toddlers right by i'm one wailing baby away from screaming get your fucking kids out of here in a cliche new york accent all my love stressed and now thinking i'll stay child free what do you think adrian get your fucking kids out of the library do you ever go to the library no, me neither. I did when I was in college. Right. Well, here's the thing. The library is literally the place you are supposed to be quiet. Yes. No other place on earth is it just known that you walk in mouth shut. The idea, and here's what the problem is. The library, and it's been a bit since I've been to a library. 
But yes, me too. I will say, I can understand that the library is probably in some trouble. The internet probably destroyed the library. So the library probably had to find other ways to make itself important. Some of those other ways are to have like reading time for the kid or, you know, play pen. Yes. uh, You know, play with our computers. There's probably a lot of child activities at the library that weren't there years ago because they're just trying to keep the library relevant. Sure. That's the problem here is that the library, a place that we trust for peace and quiet. The fact that they're like, don't they know the adult section? No, no, no. The whole library is the quiet section. Yes, the entire library. I used to nanny kids Mm. and I would take them to the library for like reading and stuff. Right. Even during that time, the kids had to shut the fuck up. Right. So it's like, I don't know why you're allowing your children to run all over the library. It's these parents who have nothing to do with their kids. They don't know what to do with them. They have these, you know, free hours during the days and they're going. iPad, iPad, iPad. Right. Get out the iPad. Get these kids on their fucking iPad. They're not going to be running around. Right. Hook them up to the. Hook up, I don't give whatever you need to do. A little better drill and an iPad. Never heard anybody. And a little bit of whiskey. Yeah, that's what you, you'd rub on kids' gums when they were like teething. I give them a shot. That, that's <laughs> Absolutely, that would drive me insane. And this lady's like, or man is studying for the MCAT. So it's like something that you need quiet. You like, you well, know what the, I mean? The fact that you even have to ask for quiet at the library is crazy. Yeah. There's every, the fact that the lot, if you're at the library, there should be one old woman who looks like she should be on the Golden Girls walking around just shushing. That's Absolutely. all she does. Where is scary library woman? Where is that I woman gone? I don't know. Where You should walk in the library and you should just, they should be literally on on one of those. Scooters? Scooters. Shushing What everyone. is it called? The uh, the one, that, the, the, what's the scooter that? I know what you're thinking. I can't think of the Where they lean forward. Um, the problem is all these old people now are on these dating sites like hooking up. So they're just not at the library <laughs> telling people to shut the fuck up. That's We've a real problem. We've lost our old people. We've lost the old people. To so fucking? They're fucking. That's what they're doing. They're, fu- they're fucking. They're not they're in the too, library. The old people are too busy fucking to go they're to the library and fuck- shush people? They're too busy getting fucked to go to the library. Back in my day, old people used to hang out at the library was- and shush young kids. That's right. Your husband died and you were a widow for right. the rest of your life. And you I'm not even talking. Spent your day. <laughs> I'm talking over it. Well, no, the- <laughs> That's right. We need to bring back old shushy woman. I don't know if we can. She's too busy getting. She's her too pussy busy getting. Eaten. She's getting digged down. <laughs> she's getting her pussy eaten. Imagine being someone's old. gumming on her pussy. You go to bingo and you're just talking about the guy that ate your pussy for like an hour. <laughs> I thought he. I thought Ronald died down there. Yes, which isn't like most. He either fell asleep eating me out, or he or he died. He had a heart attack. (laughs) I didn't even know. I met him on our time, and he was a nice, spry old man. And then the minute he went down on me, he just died. What this lady can do is go tell whoever's in charge of the library that these kids need to shut up. Right. Well, that's the. That's what's so annoying is like. Your breath shouldn't be wasted on of course. people need to shut up when you're at the library. You kind of assume should peep, it is built into the library that people are being shushed. Yeah, but people do whatever they so want. Frustrating. Yeah, well, now it's a fucking McDonald's playpen because they got to mm-hmm. keep up with the internet. Yeah, they're one step away from being Starbucks. 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Adrian Iapalucci at Adrian Iapalucci on Instagram go follow Sacramento Montreal taping or special in Austin Texas yeehaw yeehaw luxury lounge instructions with photos only Jared I'm eight months pregnant and finally bought the stroller I've been eyeing all these months I tested it out in person. It was great. No complaints. How do you test it out with no baby? I guess you go to the place and just wheel it around the store. Bring a watermelon. I think you just are like, <laughs> let's see how good. Also, I love that she's pregnant, so she's eyeing that. Like, right. you know what I mean? You eye other stuff when you're not pregnant, but that's hilarious. Right. I've been eyeing this Dior sunglasses, and you're like, no, now I'm eyeing stroller. Like, yeah. life comes at you fast. And now you're like, let's get this luxury stroller. Right. I opened the instruction manual for setup and it's all in photos. Where did the words go? Did they run out of ink? I'm sitting here crouched on the floor, acid reflux, all trying to set this thing up. Oh, pressing buttons I hope are locked so that the wheel doesn't fall off. See, p- picture attached. Some words along the lines of press this button to insert wheel. You'll know it's secured if it looks like this. And then add in the photo would have been great. Would love to hear your thoughts. I... Totally agree. This is going to make yeah. me sound xenophobic, but the reason they're doing this is they don't want to put all the languages. Oh, that's so probably true. Yeah. Right. So they're like, they, they don't want to waste ink. They don't want to waste time. They want to just show you pictures that could work in China and in India, in Sweden, right. in America, in Mexico, and not have to deal with. And But I, I think this is a safety issue, as they say. Yeah. And then they also still have to write, like, if this is locked Right? Didn't she say they're having a little bit of words? No. Oh, she's no saying words this at all. would be nice if there oh, were words. Oh, gotcha. Now they're making this future single mother who's putting together her own stroller. Also, the guy that knocked her up should be doing this for her. What's Where is the, where is the man? I know you can't really say that anymore because she's probably a strong woman <laughs> right. that got jizz off Good the internet. <laughs> well, listen, I think the moment you're looking at the pictures, not sure how to put together the stroller is the moment you're going... Fuck this dude. Like, you're so mad at him. I would say... uh, He's out on Tinder looking for old women to go down on. Oh, I would say... this (laughs) is on our time. This sounds like a TaskRabbit thing. Call the TaskRabbit, then propose to marry him. (laughs) Or or just go on Tinder with your old pictures before you were pregnant. Have a guy come over and be like, I really need you to put this together for me. (laughs) Right. And then he comes and he's like, what the fuck happened? It's like, listen. One of us has to do this or my kid's going to fall on the floor. Right. (laughs) I would say I'd get another, I would be upset and use a competitor's product. Return it. Return it. I totally agree. Sometimes you look at these pictures and you're like, here's the thing that's really annoying about this. When they have the pictures and no words, they're basically saying, it's easy. They're yes. going, a child could do it. A child could look at these pictures and get it. What? You you don't understand our pictures? You don't know picture books? The what pic- are you, an idiot? Like I think that's because yeah. that's, you feel dumber. You're like, oh, of course. they thought this was so easy. There's no words necessary. But they know it's not that easy. Right. They're that's just, the problem. They're, is- they're just hoping that you're going to somehow try a hundred different ways until it works. They're hoping that you don't have the confidence to say back to them, hey, I'm suing you. Because there's no words on your Pictionary thing yeah. to put this stroller together. I understand her complaint. What you can do, and you shouldn't have to do, but as an option, you can Google it on like YouTube or something. Mm. 
Um, but f- but you shouldn't have to do that though. That should already be in there. So if you're gonna a single mother on YouTube, a single mom on YouTube, I would then <laughs> hopefully you got it on Amazon. How you could they do this to her? She should keep the product once she figures out how to use it and get a cheaper stroller and then just return it in there. Mm. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Adrian Ipalucci. Go follow, go follow. Luxury Lounge childproof caps are ruining my life. <sighs> Jared, feather, feather, love everything you do. I'll get right to it. I'm currently suffering from a head cold, and one of the only things that brings me relief is a nasal decongestion spray. I bought Afrin at Dwayne Reed. I'm a big Afrin user. You ever use nose spray? I, I'm like an addict. I was an addict. I was really? addicted to Afrin for years, and I couldn't breathe, and I had to get off of it. It is Why like a, do I remember us talking about this before? Because it was a long journey for me. Really? <laughs> yes. How there long? was about three years where I used it every day. Every day? Every day. Wow. I mean, I'm lucky enough to get off of it. I'm off of it now, but it, it was sick, a rough... Though, I need it. I won't even use it because I know I won't be able to get off of it. Really? I was on it for so long and I would go to the doctor and he would just be like, you have to just not use it. And then at night you're like, I can't breathe. So you're just staying up for two, three days in a row. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's, I mean, I, 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 I randomly started getting allergies. Where, Me too, as I got older. Right, and I didn't. I'd never been allergic to anything in my life, but I started getting the itchy throat, sneezing, post nasal drip. Yes, all of it. And I mean, if I didn't have Afrin, and it doesn't even help that much when it's Watch. allergies are different than sickness. Yeah, allergies. You walk into another cloud, and it's it starts all over again. Right. Um. What I had because I also had to use like the neti pot, but I couldn't use it because I was so stuffed up. I was like in this fucking catch. What is it? Twenty two catch twenty twenty or whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's so. I eventually had to go on like steroids to like bring the swelling down, so I could go off of it and then like use the neti pot. It was a friggin' nightmare. This person writes uh, side luxury lounge complaint. They now have the soda fridge locked, and you need to buzz over a worker with a key. And they never come by. What the fuck? That's crazy. That the soda fridge is locked. The, everything is locked up. It's, yeah, at it, CVS. It's, it's crazy. Well, they. I mean, at this point, the they're giving up to the internet. Amazon has won, and the child lock live. So they, I, I, I appreciate the side complaint, but like it doesn't really help with the. The through line of this actual complaint. The child lid was impossible to get off. I even had my boyfriend try to push down and twist to nothing. I ended up breaking it, and now I have none before bed. I'm seething. Now I know these are for children and have a purpose, but seriously, why make it so hard for adults to open? Am I the only one struggling to even use these overpriced medicine bottles? Maybe it's me. No, that's happened to me too, where I couldn't open it either. Right. And now you're home, and you're all stuffed up, and you do have to break it. It's mm. kind of like, do you remember, was it, uh, there was that ice cream that like you couldn't open it? Oh, what the hell is it? I forget the name of it now, but well, like years ago, like I would have to go online. Everyone was complaining that they couldn't open this ice cream thing. You had to literally break it. Here's the thing about, especially with a specialty top, when it comes to nose spray, you need to be able to like, mm-hmm. it is, it's not just like, you know, a peanut butter jar. Peanut butter jar, if you broke it open, you'd still be able to use the contents of the pea. You'd still yes. be able to get the peanut butter. If you break open nasal spray. Now it's everything's getting in it. There's no, you, you can't inject that up your nose. No. You can't pour it in your nose. You need the spray. I have this issue in the bathroom. I have soap and it's a push down top that yes. you, you know, squirts it out. 
the pushdown won't pop up. So I'm fucked. The whole thing is gone. I know. But it's like, why is it harder to open than Clorox? Do you know what I mean? Like Clorox is something if a kid ingests is going to die. If a kid can open up this Afrin thing, they're not going to die. They shouldn't be using it. But why why does it have to be a child lock on it? Also, what child has the ability to open it up? They have to push it down and turn it at the same time. And then from there, know to put it up their nose and go. That's so many steps. There's a lot of steps that get it that are far and away from them ingesting it. But I guess that. They could swallow the contents, but I mean, how determined there's, is this kid? But there's so many things that aren't childproof that are bad for them. Right. That's like they could eat your one. deodorant. Right. They could. I mean, they could literally do anything. And I mean, also the frustration of having your nose clogged, and then you and, not and it's like twenty bucks. Open it. Yeah. You spend twenty bucks, you get it home, and now you can't fucking open it. I. I mean, and right, and then you're not sleeping. Then you're not sleeping. So then if you have work or something the next day, now that whole day. Now everyone in that office is paying for that. I mean, I felt the the worst I feel is for the husband. Oh, yeah. He's got to sleep next to this monster. That's a couch. You're going on the couch. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Adrian. I have Pellucci Luxury Lounge. My mom is in better shape than me. <laughs> Jared, thanks for creating the outlet of my random problems that nobody cares about. My complaint is that my mom is in way better shape than me. For reference, she's 51 and I'm 25. So my mom is in the last five-ish years started getting ready. So my mom in the last five-ish years started getting really into doing triathlons and marathons. She's always been healthy and active, but it's become drastic. Currently, my mom is training for an Ironman. 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, 26.2-mile run. That is... Whenever someone says Iron Man, I guess I never put it into the numbers. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I would say start hanging out with your dad. Hopefully he's in more shape. Right. <laughs> Don't hang out with your mom too often. I mean, but I wouldn't I, be able to hang out with anyone that does stuff like that. If you do an Iron Man, I don't think we connect on anything. Well, it just seems like her mom probably has a lot of time to also do all this stuff. She's already done a few half Iron Man races, but now she's really going for it. This means she's training two to three hours a day now. And it will be four to six when the training ramps up. Ramps up? That's crazy. Now for my stats. I swam competitively, competitively growing up, and I have run a few half marathons recently. Because of this, I work out with her when I go home to visit. But now she's running and swimming way faster than me, and I hate it. Also, an Ironman takes over your life, and I'm not that intense about working out. I do it like five times a week. That's pretty intense. That's pretty intense. But I think her mom is exercising like three hours a day. When she says four to six hours a day. That's like more than The Rock. Right. And also, what's it all for? Like, I guess she's retired. Maybe she's She has a lot of time. Um, I want to... But I, I, I work out four times, five times a week, but I don't always want to do that when I'm home. I want to lay on the couch and have someone else make me dinner. But I get guilted into working out with her because it's now how we spend time together. That's how it ends? I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they could have spent more time on this email. Well, you could tell she doesn't like doing stuff for that long. (laughs) She's too tired. All this working out. What do you think? I mean, her mom probably only has another couple of years of looking good. So she has that. Looking good. I mean, this is. I don't think anyone who runs a triathlon or does an Ironman looks good. I don't think they. Shit's going to fall apart soon. Her knee's going to go out. I mean. She only has a couple of years of doing this. Here's the problem. 
anytime you rest, you are seen as weak. Sure. It's, this house has to be a nightmare to hang out in. Hey, do we have any chips? No, we have goop. We have, we yes. have energy bars. Like, everything sucks at this house. Yeah. and Nothing I, is comfortable. Hey, you want to watch TV? Who? How long have you been on that couch? Right. So who I knows? ran a half marathon. Who knows if her mom is like that, where she's like, not only am I going to be doing this, I also want you to do this, too. I don't think there's a way of avoiding that when you're... Kind like, of not. When you're training two to three hours a day and then four to six hours when it ramps up. Like, like how many... Like, I just went home and hung out with my parents. As far as true hangout together time, we did about two hours. That's it. Yeah. What were they doing? In the morning, they go play golf. I go work out. We go okay. do our own thing. But they're not training for a triathlon. No, they're training for an eatathon. I, I think they're. <laughs> yes, most people are working out to eat a lot. Right. She's working out to like do this crazy thing. Right. And then it's like even in the that's the problem. You're right. Even when you do get to hang out, what are you going to do? Eat raisins? It's not fun. Not no one wants fun. to eat You're not raisins. Chinese food. You're not sitting no. there having a couple drinks. I feel like, like I need a little bit more information. I don't need any more information to never go to that house. Well, it seems like she doesn't live there. So no, I, but, but, I, but that's what, the time you go to visit your family. You go, ah, chill, let me relax. Relax. Maybe we'll have a drink together. But I guess none not. Of that. None They're of that's happening. Muscle milk and water. The mom is compensating for something else going on. Oh, the mom's lost her mind. She's insane. Tell your dad to fuck your mom. Tell your dad to eat your mom out for hours. (laughs) (laughs) So she can't run. Right. Have her legs up all day so she can't run around. Right. Let her let her do a uh, uh, She's probably she's probably single. It sounds like something a single woman would do. Work out for that long. Put all the energy into <laughs> yes. biking. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. You got time for one more? Sure. Everyone go follow Adrian. At Adrian Iapolucci. So, so funny. Loves your lounge. Crisp Dictator. Crisp Dictator? This, this one's, one's crazy. Great. Oh, yeah. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Shelby just said this one's crazy. And it takes and a lot. Shelby's not even looked at us the whole time. No, no, no. Literally doing a whole nother job. This whole time. <laughs> Shelby's very disinterested. No, he hates this whole podcast. It's crazy. <laughs> Jared, an esteemed guest. Love you and all that you do, Feather Feather. I write to you with a luxury lounge complaint about ridiculous cafe policies. Okay. I go once or twice a day to get coffee from a cafe on the same street as my work. I work at a hospital and I am chronically tired. Never had a bad experience. The other day, my colleagues and I went there for lunch. A group of 20. That's a a large group. That's a lot of people for a cafe. Yeah. I imagined a couple tables outside, 20. 20 is a lot. Also, I don't want to have lunch with 20 people at work. No. I want to have lunch alone while on my phone, chilling. Yeah, 20 people is a lot. That doesn't matter? Okay, we're getting... It doesn't matter. Shelby's Shelby's like, he's like, keep going. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't realize we were going to go, so I already had a sandwich and crisps with me. Okay, I guess this isn't a broad emailer. Crisps are chips. Okay. Chips are fries, right? Okay, so she had french fries in her pocket. No, crisps. She had a bag of chips. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> as I, as I, I, I listen, I, I, at this point I'll be yes. fully versed in these words. <clears throat> as soon as I entered, one of the staff said, you're not allowed to eat that sandwich here without so much as say hello. 
So I bought a coffee and lunch along with everyone else, spending around 15 pounds. Okay. I then suddenly ate some of my own crisps with my lunch. So <laughs> she broke the rule. She broke the rule. Her own chips. In my defense, they did not have crisps on the menu. And I like the juxtaposition of the crunch of a crisp with my lunch. Okay, I'm with her. To, I'm with her. I'm with her. You don't have to justify liking chips with your, your lunch. I get it, though. She brought them. She wanted to have them on, on her sandwich. My grandmother also died the day before, so I was comfort eating. <laughs> I just love... How come she was at work right away? Well, yeah, she should have taken the day off. But I just Shh. love how everyone feels the need... No matter how much they want something, they have to make sure they got that morality. They're, what you were perch. talking about. Right. Your mm. grandmother doesn't have to die for you to want chips with your sandwich. Yeah, you could lunch. just want the chips with your sandwich. Right. But I apologize for the death in your family. I think, yeah, me Hopefully too. Hopefully someone was eating your grandmother's pussy that she met and on And that's how she died. <laughs> that's how she died. <laughs> Why is this lady at work right away, though? That's I, my thing. Right, take a day. The staff member came up to me and warned me that due to contamination issues, I was not allowed to eat crisps. Again, they went up Morrow Mountain. They used the word contamination to scare you away. This was ridiculous. There is no contamination from a sealed pack of crisps with no allergens, and we were sitting away from the other customers in the garden. Again. You're outside, too, I think, right? right? In the garden? Not necessary information, but okay. I saw her ta- talking. I saw her talking on the phone in the restaurant, and I kept eating the crisps. When I left- <laughs> she broke. She's a real <laughs> lawbreaker. Right. When I left, she told me she'd spoken to the manager of the chain of cafes, and that if I was caught eating something from outside the cafe again, I would be blacklisted from their chain. She refused to show me the policy for this. Since then, <laughs> I love that she has to see the policy. Let me see. The, That's where amazing. This, I where love is that. This written? I love this lady. Since then, they have put up signs everywhere reminding people not to eat their own food. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, stay six feet away. This is so crazy. Sometimes I go to the cafe just to buy a coffee and work the whole day. That day, I brought twenty colleagues. We all spent fifteen pounds. So I don't understand the financial logic behind this personal attack. Since that day, we have boycotted the cafe, and I have weaned myself off of coffee. Riot. That's right. This seems like they actually did a good thing for her. They got her off a of coffee. She's off a of coffee. Right. I mean, she's gonna fall asleep in this hospital. <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I mean, I love the coffee as far as the experience of getting away from of course work, from being able to sit and chill and relax your mind. This is insanity. This is something yeah. on a power trip. Yeah. This is the person at the cafe wants to tell you what to do. You were like, this is a stupid thing. I'm just like eating I, my crisp. Yeah, and she already bought a dumb sandwich from them. I would. You need to have one final hurrah. You need to have one final, and I'll g- never come here again. You walk in with, with literally... A pasta dish. You go you uh, with a bowl of raviolis. Well, she has to have it on the side. She has to order a coffee and then sit down, and her and her 20 colleagues are all eating takeout Chinese food. Everyone at once. <laughs> Everyone at once. <laughs> right. All at once, out of your backpacks, you pull out the takeout Chinese food. You put yes. it on the table, and you just watch this person explode. Watch them lose their mind. Right. And then you'll go out in a blaze of glory. That's the move. That's... We need... Because... It's not even about this. It's not that you wanted to, you know, skirt the rules. It's just one time, one specific day in your life. Your grandmother just passed away. You got some crisps in your pocket. You're like, let me just eat these with the Mm -hmm. sandwich because I like a little crunch with my sandwich. And this person took it to a level that was unnecessary. That's the big problem. They could have said, hey, 
And I don't like when people do this, but I get it. Hey, I, I know you're eating the crisps. Just know that next time yeah. you can't bring other food. Just let, just let you know. Also, I do wonder if it was the person that owns this cafe or somebody that is just like a high schooler working there. Right. I've never in my life enforced anything for a place I don't care about. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like something like that, I could give a shit less about. What you, and then that's when it becomes personal. It's a power trip. Right, because I I've mean. I've been given this little tiny amount of power, and then when I can wield it, I will really wield it. Yes, they're like those people that like, if you're at your job and they see you taking like a cigarette break or something, mm. they'll go and tell the manager. Like, who needs that person? No. That's that type of person doing that. Right. And it's it's a power trippy thing. I got you. And to walk in the next day and see signs everywhere, your face on the wall with That's a big what I, circle. I thought they were going to put her it. face on there like she stole from Seven Eleven. Right. <laughs> Here's some <laughs> signs where they have your face. Here's what you got to do. You and the twenty people get together. You all get Chinese food. You pull it. You go in with backpacks on. You sit down. Mm -hmm. You all eat. Everyone gets a coffee. You pull out the food. Let's watch this person day get ruined. Maybe even pull out. Maybe even pull out a big canister of coffee and give it to everyone. Now they're all right. drinking their own coffee. Start too. pouring people their drinks. A little tea party. And then go down on someone's grandmother's pussy in the middle. Go of the down restaurant. somebody's <laughs> grandmother's pussy. Well, listen, these grandmas need to get back I'll in the eat. libraries. They need to be back in the libraries, right. shushing people, but they're out getting their box munched. I'm <laughs> Is this outside food as you're going down? <laughs> Can I go down on this lady? Right. That is outside. I it's, a contam coffee. it's contaminating it, I think. <laughs> Adrian Iapalucci, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Guys, go follow Adrian. Add Adrian guys, Iapalucci. when in doubt, start a riot. That's right. That's the t shirt. You deserve it. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.